Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal, you know me, always looking forward to chatting with my guests, learning something new from them and finding out what it is they are passionate about. My guest today is a Ugandan DJ, artist, producer, TV host. He's done so many things. We were just talking about how in this Kampala we have to hustle and he started early. I have Agaba George Cream joining me, but you know him and love him as DJ Cream. Welcome to the Group Cafe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How I'm you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Let me put in some energy. <laughs> You've done radio, so you know the drill. How long was radio part of your life? Uh, it was eight years. Eight years, right? Eight years, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was eight years. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, your friends, what do your friends call you? Um, they call you Krim? Yeah, they call me Krim. Okay. They call me Krim. Others call me Agaba. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, they mm-hmm. used to call me Kadidi. Kadidi? Well, Kadidi. Uh-huh. If you're an old folk, uh-huh. uh, back in the day, there was a show on radio and there was a stubborn, stubborn guy who was called Kadidi. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're trying to tell so, us you were your handful when, back so in the was, day? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I was so stubborn. So that's what I was nicknamed. <laughs> okay, where were you born? Uh, I was born in, uh, of course, here in Zambia. Mm. But at times I grew up in Kashari, that's Rubindi. Mm. That's why when you hear most of my songs, I have to place in a lot of Kashari. Mm-hmm. I, I love where I come from. Because yeah. when we were growing up, our dad told us this is where we're from. So everything is home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I grew up from around Kampala, Chitintale, mm-hmm. Golobi, mm. that area, Luzira. Okay. All yeah. right. And yeah. was school in that area as well? Um, school, I went to Mbuya, Mbuya mm-hmm. Nursery. I went to St. Kizito. That's all around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some of us being stubborn were chased from so many schools. Oh, man. Yeah. So how many schools are we talking? Did what? this start in uh, primary or it came later? It, no, of course, it started from secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, secondary. Mm. So secondary, I went to like five schools, four schools. Okay, now that you're older, looking yeah. back, what mm-hmm. do you think the issue was? I was just a stubborn kid. Okay. I think I inherited my dad's blood. <laughs> So my dad was. A, so your dad was also a handball. Yeah, yeah. He, uh-huh. was, he was a stubborn guy, but that's how he made it. To me, being stubborn is mm. like when you're friendly to people, make them happy. You're with them. You make them laugh. Mm-hmm. You chit chat with everyone. Like you're everywhere. Ah, uh, so by stubborn you mean yeah. like you're loud and lively yeah, and yeah, outgoing yeah, and and all yeah, of. And right in Uganda, back in the day, especially that you were stubborn. Yeah, I was. I was mm. very very stubborn. So okay, that's how I grew up and. So it wasn't like fighting. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't know, fighting. It wasn't escaping yeah. from school mm. and, and that was a bit was in, the, in, in my youth. Youth, yeah, of course. <laughs> because I remember in one of the schools, it was a Muslim school. Mm. If I don't remember, that was Gombe. Mm. Uh, one of the people who strike, like the first school to to do a strike. Okay. Yeah. So who were the guys? And who were you doing? one of the the leaders? Yeah, of course. I was the leaders. Like now, <laughs> we are done with the laboratory. Where are we going to? Uh-huh. That was dormitory. Eh? Ah! In then a Muslim the, school. Yeah. Then eh? I was like, nah, let's not do this. Me, I'll go where? Dining hall. We put down the whole dining hall. It was full of glasses. We put it down. Oh my god! It was that crazy. But of course, that was a teenage life. Mm-hmm. But why are we striking? I think sometimes it's hormones as food. well. Food. Posho. Like the posho was never ready. You know. It wasn't done you well. Know, yeah. You know that posho of school. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, so that traumatizes people. <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. so was sent away from school and trust me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now yeah, you correct. said that your dad was you're very similar to your dad. Yeah. How did your dad handle this? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're dad being was, expelled times, and things. Most times dad was busy. Okay. Yeah, but so mom, of course they took us to parade and you know they covered us, they sent <laughs> us uh, um because mom was expelled like thrice. I think oh, it's wow. the same school we brought bubbly wire man a lot a okay. lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot but we survived mm-hmm. and we finished school. Okay. Yeah. You said it was in your teens that yeah. you learned how to hustle. Yeah. Okay. Because during holidays because uh, some of the schools I was in boarding mm-hmm. yeah like Gombe mm-hmm. but some of the schools like Chambogo City High uh which other school there forgotten man yeah. there were that many so, yeah so when I, yeah there were, there were many uh-huh. so when i used to go to school and i go in the morning when you're going to enter they're like you man we told you to trim off your hair i'm like me to trim off my hair mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. i go back to hostel okay mm. mm-hmm. that was chambo i think i go back to hostel on tuesday you know they're not going to they're going to allow you to enter you enter you study then by one you're like what am i doing in school mm-hmm. then you gonna hustle <laughs> So what did you first start doing? Ah. Do you remember like your first business? I don't know. First hustle. Let me go there. First hustle. Mm, my first hustle. First and foremost, me growing up, like when I told you I'm a hustler, in a way that I was in church. Mm-hmm. I was in church. I learned the singing from church. Mm-hmm. From church, while when it comes to the night time, I'm probably in a bar arranging like you know a pool table and you're putting balls for people to play like you know mm-hmm. you know being in a home where by there are boys quarters and you just escape <laughs> then you go to the club because mm, i had a guy who liked one of my sisters so he used to allow me to enter the club oh wow but, but i was still very young oh very wow young. but he tells me go so and how sit young there. are we talking like you first started going to the club i think i was like 14 15 oh wow yeah, 14, okay. 15. So he'll put you in a corner? Yeah, in a corner. You mm-hmm. just be there, watch people dance. After like two, three hours, you go home. Mm-hmm. You watch the artists. Like, that was my life. So then at I that go point the in streets. time, yeah. did you want to do music then? Were you I was already, Were you looking at the DJs? I, wa- I was already in the music at that time. But I was learning. Okay. And me, most things, I taught them myself. Because during that time when I was 15, mm-hmm. I was already learning to produce uh-huh. Music. because me I first sang before going even to the DJing because from church then I was like nah this church thing is not working mm-hmm. because as an altar boy then I was like uh, because when you're an altar boy you're in the choir and uh-huh. from there I was like nah let me try in the night let me try this <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. so I used to hustle this side church what was but you know church you're given food yeah? then you're given transport that's it. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because me getting even to go in this wild side of life, mm-hmm. when we're in the choir, I was still 15, 16. Our choir, that was St. John's Church Choir, mm-hmm. we scooped an award like we were the best choir. You know, those Namirembe competitions. Yes. Yeah. So they gave us medals and they put us in Bukede newspaper. I mm-hmm. think it was Bukede. Yeah. So I was like, I think I'm destined to be a winner. Okay. Since I've got this at this age, let me now try this side. Mm-hmm. So I started the recording music when I was still young, that's 17 years old. Wow. Yeah. I was already recording now music, mm-hmm. writing. Of course, I had somebody 
who was dating my sister mm-hmm. he used to back me up told me how to wire equipment i was like yeah at one point i'll okay. do this so i used to dj i used to produce i used to sing now that was me mm-hmm. then i go outside then i hustle i'm like okay let me go and help this guy here here let me okay so you know when you're young they used to send you mm-hmm. so i had gangs i'll call them gangs mm-hmm. yeah they used to send me take these things to this person you carry oh, don't know wow. what you're carrying oh my you take it there then he gives you 500 shillings 1000 shillings like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. yeah so that's how i grew up that was my lifestyle you were at home at that point yeah i was home man but and I you were managing in the boys quarter i okay. make sure i come back before morning mm-hmm. and i'm already back home. so you're kind of outside so it was yeah. more flexible for yeah. you yeah yeah it was outside it was. the house it was. were you given freedom though because it sounds like you still were given quite a bit of freedom Mm yeah because I used to balance my time if it's time for school it's school mm. if it's time for home I'm home if it's time to go and play soccer it is soccer like <laughs> I, that was me like I was everywhere but wasn't it hard to keep the balance between school and this happening this it nightlife was, as well that's why I was one of the hmm, those last guys in school <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't a good performer truth be told eh? I wasn't good mm-hmm. that's why when I see um, my daughter performing I'm like mm, really well yeah. eh? but of course I be hard like a parent but, yes 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 yeah, all, but all parents were first in their classes let yeah. me tell you mm. all parents it just sucks sometimes when your parent really was first in class mm. then mm. you have to step up yeah but okay all right so yeah, yeah. I imagine that school was tricky yeah. doing all that oh, yeah it was. okay i wonder did you just know that you wanted to do music and do this or did you have like a goal in mind that you were working towards uh i just loved music that okay. was it i just loved who music. were you looking up to at that time um probably i was looking at my um, peter the guy who was dating my sister at one point mm-hmm. reason being he used to do everything mm-hmm. he was a producer he, at the same time he was a dj at the same time he was a sound engineer mm-hmm. like and hustling some other side hustles eh? mm-hmm. like he told me like in life you have to be a hustler you have to do everything okay. so i looked mm-hmm. up to him but at one point i was like I have to do this music thing. That's the thing because like by There's the time nothing. you wanted to sing look, I wasn't looking at anyone at that okay. point apart uh-huh. from him mm-hmm. helping me. Mm. It was me I used to teach most things to myself okay. everything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't have I'm um, looking at Michael Jackson or what nah. Mm-hmm. Even myself. here no one on the local scene? No. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. No. Nah, so you nah. wanted to be uniquely you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So high school where was that? A levels. A levels I'm talking that's uh I was in Mbogo mixed <laughs> I wish you could see him right now um, he's really trying to remember Yeah uh-huh. I was in Mbogo mixed mm-hmm. I was in City High then I finished from Chambogo Okay yeah and after that after that was there a plan the the ones from now the one there, from the there, parents now, and then during, for you you had your during that time i used to earn some little money okay. from the djing uh-huh. so you were making money yeah i'm making little money mm-hmm. it was little money at that point of course but it was enough at that yeah, point yeah it was it was because i used to eat well no posho what what no 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 i used to eat well when uh-huh. I hostel I, like i had literally everything mm-hmm. yeah so during that time the money i used to get I made sure I feed all my friends. Okay. All my friends were comfortable mm. and they used to praise me. Mm. And me being that I was singing, they were us playing for them my songs. Uh-huh. So 
that's how I started making my brand name and that's how I was liked okay. by people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at times when I used to go to school, I'd be like, why am I studying? I'm mm-hmm. studying for nothing. Let me leave. But at the back of my mind, I was like, I want to do sound. I want to do sound engineering. Mm-hmm. I want to continue with my career of singing. Mm-hmm. I want to continue with this career of DJing. And the reason why I left the singing beat first wasn't getting any money. Because I'm used of getting money in the DJing. Okay. And I was like, let me just perfect this craft of DJing. Mm-hmm. So I went more into DJing. Then mm-hmm. I first left the singing mm-hmm. behind. So uh, even uh, I went to Makere. Okay. <laughs> what? Trust me, it was just <laughs> one semester. And I was like, nah, this thing is not working. Okay. It's not working. Mm-hmm. There's a bit now of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting me young and energetic. No, it's hard. Then, when you're making money... Yeah. Finishing mm-hmm. is tricky. Easy. Then I was like, what should I do? And I was like, no, I have a friend who can link me up. Then I went to Nairobi. Mm-hmm. I did sound engineering. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, I was there, but things weren't moving, the mm-hmm. lifestyle there. But still, I used to see other DJs that are making it real hard, they're getting a lot of money. I was like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Came back here. Then I practiced sound, mm-hmm. went back to Nairobi. Then I did sound, mm-hmm. but I got enough, like I got a lot from it. Okay, experience? Like, but, yeah, experience. So I didn't finish, though I was already practicing. Mm-hmm. That's why um, everything was simple for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, got the certificate. <laughs> so everything was like, now, so where it's am kind, I you kind time? of knew everything yeah, anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew sound, I knew everything. So I was like, let me come back to the DJ. Mm-hmm. Then when I came back, it was crazy. Okay. It was crazy. You mentioned something like from back in the day mm. when you were taking care of your friends, mm. you were building your brand. Yeah. Even I, back then. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I was. Before people even knew what I, a brand is, you know, a personal brand, all these things. I, I, I liked so much people to know me. Even mm-hmm. back in the streets, mm-hmm. like the nightlife, people knew me. Mm. During the day, I was still a stubborn chap. People knew me. Like, I was that easy guy everywhere on the streets, mm-hmm. in church, as known, like, you know, being known by the church of the whole village, like <laughs> the altar boy. So, uh-huh. I'm the guy. Mm-hmm. So, I was everywhere. So, me being known, people loved me. They used to give me things. Mm-hmm. And also, me, when you give me, probably money, what? I also help my friends. That's why I'm called Agawa. So, I've taken up that name to be, I'm a giver. Okay. All right. You'd started building your brand. You said you came back and then things now Mm. really took off. They took off. They took off. What was the moment where your career really, you know, moved forward, jumped ahead? Mm. Uh, That's when I started working for bigger brands. Okay. Yeah. Was Uh, it when you started working on TV or before? uh, Before TV. Mm -hmm. Before TV, I was working in some serious buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, serious buzz. And they used to give me some good money, mm-hmm. which I liked. And I used to boost my DJ career, like go back to Nairobi, buy equipment, come back here, sell the equipment. Oh. After selling the equipment, some I was using. Uh, mm-hmm. So me being that now my name is boosting, mm-hmm. they started calling me up for bigger gigs and getting bigger money. Mm-hmm. Uh, bought my first car. Uh, that's when... Uh, the the radio worked for called me and you know they called me like there's a guy he's good at playing plays the bangers bangers what what so I was called at one point ah uh, they didn't interview me on mm-hmm. air straight mm-hmm. so 
and their radio is everything is mm-hmm. life so a billion people are listening to you mm-hmm. now they everything took off yeah. more brands called me up and as making money okay. and I was happy all right you are making money and you are happy yeah <laughs> i love that statement mm-hmm. now one of the biggest challenges yeah. especially when you get into entertainment mm-hmm. into media when you start to make this money mm-hmm. i don't know it's like life starts to get so fast and yeah. it's funny how i think now i mean we see a lot of people who are much older than us who are retiring and you're like but you're making money for so many years what happened mm-hmm. why do you think that is I don't like to think of it as easy come easy go because you work very hard for that money. Yeah. But it's almost like it's hard to hold on to it for some people. Mm. Is it that they lack financial literacy? At one point I'm sure you've seen uh, this. At one point as I want, well. I, yeah, at one point I'll blame our parents because when you see white people, let me say like a Messi, eh? mm-hmm. if a Messi has kids, now Messi has a lot of money whereby Mm-hmm. Yes, just teach his kids to play soccer. Okay, yeah, that's talent, <laughs> but how are they going to maintain all this money? Mm, how are you going to manage it? So, mm-hmm. I wish my parents used to tell me, but you're working here because they, of course they used to hear that your kid does this, your kid does this, your kid does this. Mm-hmm. I, I wish they helped me or helped some of us. That you know what? You're doing this. Use this to do this. Use, mm-hmm. But us, we use that money to get spoiled yes you know going to watch movies those <laughs> local movies um going to uh, clubs mm-hmm. you know and you know when, when you go to such places you be opened up now you're seeing mm-hmm. the cycle now is changing yeah. you're growing up you're getting me so that's where the life even moves faster yeah yeah mm-hmm. because now and since you are a bright kid like you learn fast things so it's easier for you to get spoiled Mm-hmm. or you take another angle because now me if I'm to be open with you mm-hmm. most people I grew up with um some of them died okay uh because they handled life differently mm-hmm. of course you know and that they died of like guys we grew up with mm-hmm. singing with mm-hmm. they died of you know those diseases yeah. and or drugs or, or drugs or, of course mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. but me I took the right angle mm-hmm. I was like you know what this is my career now it's djing mm-hmm. i was like let me dj make money that was my thing dj make money that, that's it okay yeah mm-hmm. all right well you talked about covid and how covid was a game changer for most people mm. um in terms of you know especially people in entertainment spaces yeah if you emceed like i did or mm. all these different things we yeah. were hit hard in that time right yeah. and then you also had a near fatal accident yeah in 2020 yeah Do you remember what happened? There are a lot of I people do. who say when it comes to accidents or tragic events, it's like the mind blocks it out. Mm-hmm. You remember it all? I do, I do remember. It was New Year's Day and uh, of course uh, New Year's Day is when most DJs make a lot of money mm-hmm. because you're called everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that day, I think I was playing at Protea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there some of my friends called me, we had Chadondo, some of them are like we had speak or I was like okay now I'm done playing at mm-hmm. around 2 mm-hmm. let me go and chill with the boys I went we chill had a great time then one of my friends also called me was at speak so we went there chill now what time are we talking we are talking about uh, it was around 4 uh, Mm, yeah, in the morning because you'd be here about one hour then I went there but the party in the uh, speak apartments was crazy <laughs> we had fun we had fun so it reached in the morning mm-hmm. at around uh, it was around 6.30 mm-hmm. 7 mm-hmm. I was like I have to go home 
So this side Mukazi is calling me. Where are you? I want to be with you. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. I'm just with the boys. We are walking, but I'm done, but I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. So we had uh I won't call it a fight. It was a quarrel with my friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know what had happened. I told him we go. And he's like, let us wait. Let us be here. We shall go. I told him no. My woman is calling me. I have to go home. I have mm-hmm. to go home. It's morning. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's go to Legends. We eat Katogo from there. We go home. Just know we have been talking. We have mm-hmm. been talking. Mm-hmm. So went to Legends. Reaching there, Katogo is done. Then he told me, drop me in Bugolobi. You know those things of dropping off. You know, so many accidents happen because of dropping people. Hmm? That's true. Mm-hmm. So I dropped him off in Bugolobi at his place. I drove home. Mm-hmm. But I had another friend of mine who was following me. Okay. So while we are reaching uh, Nalia, in that roundabout before there was a road from Chireka mm. showing as you're coming from up. Yes, yes. So a border guy, in the morning around 7.30, mm. a border guy came and just entered the road. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing him. So me, I was coming from up and he was joining the road. Okay. So in a blink of a second, I saw him. I was going to finish him off. Mm. So pulled the car on the side. When All I right. pulled it like this on the side on the right, it refused to come back. So I hit a big ditch. A very big ditch. That's where national water pipes were passing. Mm-hmm. Oof. So uh, the metals of the car really hit me. Mm. Hit me in my right thigh. Yeah. Yeah. And cut cut me. Mm-hmm. So uh, from there my friend came. I was I've got an accident. People saw me there. Most people knew me. So they took me to a nearby hospital there. Mm-hmm. Gave me first aid there. So as there they called my woman. She came. She couldn't believe but it was mm-hmm. true. So uh truth be told that's how the accident happened. Okay. But then I sobered up but I was like, "Yo, I'm fine, but pain is here." Mm. So my friends came, most of them. Because you know when the news broke, it yeah. was first very scary. Yeah. It was like we had lost you mm. initially. Yeah, mm-hmm. because my driving over Benz, that's why people say that's why I survived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so the they car. took me to the hospital, uh, did the first operation. By the way, to cut things short, I passed through three operations. Three Do you know operations. cutting you after like uh, four, six months <gasps> again? third time what it was moved. it was it the bones or the yeah, what the bones mm-hmm. so the, first and foremost they put the metals mm-hmm. okay i went home for six to seven eight months mm. mm-hmm. then uh the metal moved okay they had to cut me again okay put the metal back mm-hmm. in position mm-hmm. they took me back still it goes back to be a flesh that pain That's they all I'm it. hearing. All I'm hearing is ah, pain. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. It was pain. I mm. passed through a lot. Mm-hmm. Second time. That's the second time. So, they, when we were doing the reviews, mm-hmm. some part of the bone, it wasn't joining. Okay. Yeah. The mm-hmm. calcium wasn't working. I used to take a lot of supplements. Um, mm. And it wasn't really working out. Okay. It wasn't That's, healing properly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they had to remove the metals and they put cement. Wow. Third time. So when they put the cement, I was fine. I started moving, what, what. It started joining a little bit, a little bit, a little bit like that. So at one point, still, the cement refused. Oh, my goodness. That was the third time. I was like, you know what? We have to put a metal. Mm. 
so they cut me again they put a metal so this was like what a year a year and a half yeah a year and a half oh my goodness because i was down like for two years how was that for you it was crazy but in all what helped me it's the covid because me i was mm. homesick a person who's never used of home you know being <laughs> in a home like whole week day in day yes. out you're just in the sitting room you just move out of the compound back in the house mm. like that the whole year yeah but when people were sent back home because of covid what what so most of my friends I had like eight friends they came mm. and started living with me oh so okay. i got that peace of mind we laughed what they are not working we are all home mm-hmm. we eat the same food we move move in the estates like that so it was so your friends helped mm. yeah they really helped mm-hmm. because that what you went through is people go into serious depression yeah yeah mm-hmm. because there was a time like as and doing what i'm supposed to do i'm seeing people in governor enjoying me i'm home mm. like, i was like i think i'm going to die mm-hmm. at one point mm. i was like no i'm a strong man i'll be strong i'll be strong okay and i was strong but when people went into covid i'm like yeah now we're all we're all home together yeah <laughs> uh, so but coming out of that because mm. you said that was like two years yeah mm? and now you're getting back on the scene now no, yeah Uh-huh. I'm worried about on the scene. Yes. How was so, that for you? Was it a little hard to come back in? It wasn't hard reason being people were also coping up with the covid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I okay, joined yeah. the rest, we are all good to go because at that time I was still already on I was on TV. I used to go and work. Mm-hmm. But I used to be in pain but I was like this is my work I have to work. You have to work. I have to work. So for you covid was kind of a blessing in yeah, disguise. It, huh? Yeah, it was. It Isn't was. That interesting. Mm. How old is your daughter? She's 12. She's 12. Huh? Uh-huh. Okay. She's 12. Uh-huh, you've talked about her like going to school and everything. Being a dad mm. with that kind of life, mm. how do you manage to balance? I know this is a question yeah. people like to ask women a lot. Mm. Like you working, how do you balance? But I want to ask you. Probably especially like, with a o- nightlife. O- over the weekend, I make sure I'm with her. Okay. Over the weekend probably mm-hmm. especially a Sunday I come and chill with her you know how kids be you buy her something or do you want on this on this on to eat this mm-hmm. you're happy tomorrow is school yeah 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 okay. two three hours okay at least you make mm-hmm. time that's good to hear yeah. all right so are you working on anything at the moment we're wrapping up uh yeah mm-hmm. I'm working on an album that is coming out next year you know I revamped right. I revamped my music career after mm-hmm. some time mm-hmm. and me you know I love to help so many artists that's why during covid still when I was home I was like you know what I had a home studio mm. let me put up a studio okay so I put up a studio mm um i put up a video studio mm-hmm. at one point so as like this will help boost my career okay. no need to spend money out i have everything let me invest then i work so i've been working on so many projects i've put out so many videos i've put out so many songs mm-hmm. yeah i'm helping a lot of people i've signed artists so that's where i am right now but hmm. now i'm looking at putting out my album next year Okay. Yeah. So we can expect that next year, 2023. Yeah, next year, 2023. I'm Any idea when around what time? Uh, around June. June mid yeah. next year. Yeah. Now you've told us, eh? We'll mm-hmm. hold you to it. Mm-hmm. All It's right. It's going to be crazy. So it features a lot. You know me, um yeah, I don't like to work with bigger artists apart from the guys I've been working with, the likes of Munji because mm-hmm. I've been with Munji since day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the days of Club Silk back in the day. Yeah. So uh, I like to help young talent. Okay. That's why I've signed Valley Music, I've mm-hmm. signed another some two young artists. 
um i like to help these kids never know what the future holds mm-hmm. never because me i've helped so many guys the likes of uh quakes a guy who sang kachumbali mm-hmm. brought his song i've brought easy i found him up country i told him these are the radio stations these are the tv stations where you have to put your music then we did a song together and trust me everything was on the go i've helped so many people in this industry so i want them to and give that's me why my you flowers. have so much goodwill as well <laughs> you have so much goodwill thank you for Thank that you. reason so, um, but mm, that's a blessing. Thank you for yeah. blessing others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thank God for blessing me. All right. Me about right now I'm mm-hmm. working on my album. Yeah. I think I've done most of the songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15 is a 15 track album and it's coming out next year. Just wait for the name. Wait for the records. They're going to be like groundbreaking records because I have some uh, features coming mm-hmm. from out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a nice album, I know. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, though I've put out so many EPs because mm-hmm. I was one of the guys who did uh, you know, me being a DJ and a sound engineer, I know all types of music in yeah. Africa. Okay. And some other parts of the world. So, I make sure I blend that sound and I bring it to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why you saw when Ama Piano came in Uganda, I knew about it like 2-3 yeah. years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I I did the Katumba Oye song and people were like uh, and they really liked it and it was a movement during that time it literally like you hit the ground running my goodness yeah, yeah. um do you still deal with pain though from your leg no it's okay a, now yeah okay i'm happy to hear that yeah. no <laughs> i'm i'm very very muzuri okay very muzuri well, dj cream thank you so much for coming in thanks for having and me and for joining it. me on the groove cafe anytime any we're day. looking forward to the album yeah and new material of course mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody if you know you love the Lituation booth wait for the album it's coming out we have so many joints coming out you know thank god for blessing us with a hit song you know i sent so many people i sent writers mm-hmm. you know i'm so happy that this year we did a song like Malaika mm-hmm. by Winnie Nwaji mm-hmm. yeah it's from my studio and we did everything literally from scratch to wow to yeah so we have so many joints we have palace joints we have so many joints from other artists mm-hmm. and i'm happy that these young producers i signed they're doing their thing mm-hmm. they're seeing where they're going they're seeing the future so i'm happy we are just pushing because me i want to push this thing i want the dollar Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect the shilling, but now I, I want the pound. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we want, want the pound, the euro, money. the dollar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to go for that big money. Okay. Yeah, but God willing, we shall get there. All right. Yeah. Okay. Blessings. Mm-hmm. Groove Cafe.